On today's show, I'm going to tell you about a brand new company that I'm launching, and I'm going to take you guys inside the launch of a new startup, my startup. The show is called Making It, and I'm going to tell you how I'm making it right now. I'm going to tell you about the company, why I'm launching it, how I'm preparing, laying the groundwork, pulling the team together, and how I got to $10,000 in monthly recurring revenue before even launching this thing. That's coming up in just a second. Before we get to it, it's that time of the show where I tell you, you got to subscribe, you got to leave ratings, you got to leave reviews, all the good stuff. Apple, Spotify, we are climbing up the charts every single week. I have you to thank for that. Hit me up on Apple and Spotify, and of course, get me at johndavids.com. Let's get to the show. You're listening to Making It with John Davids. So this new company that I'm launching, I've been working on it probably going back about seven, eight months now, although the first five months were really just a lot of thinking. And at that time, my my main business in Felicity was going through a lot of growth. So I really didn't have a lot of time to launch anything new. But over the break and over the last few months, and really just as I've seen the demand clearly rise up, I've been working really hard on this new business. And I'm going to tell you guys about it right now. So for some background, my strengths have always been in the marketing and media space, growth. When I started, I'm not going to go through the whole backstory, but when I started, it was all about working with large companies and getting them to advertise on my blog. That was way back in the early, mid-2000s. Then I launched an app targeting the fashion industry and I worked with some fashion and beauty brands. And then I launched Influicity and we do influencer marketing, we do podcasts, we do social media growth, we do content, all that kind of good stuff, working primarily with mid-size and large companies. So our clients at Influicity, kind of minimum 200 employees and up to thousands and thousands of employees. They range from big companies like Toyota and Logitech right down to, let's say, a 200-person manufacturing company. And so it's generally going to be larger businesses. And there's a whole cohort of people that engage with us, both at Influicity and myself on social media, that are not quite that size, but they need advertising services. They want to grow. They're learning things from me, and they're, they're talking to me. And so I thought to myself, what can I do? Is there a service I can offer to all these companies, these, let's call them sub 200 person companies? So it could be a solopreneur or a consultant. It could be a company that's got, let's say, 15 or 20 employees and is just looking for efficient ways to grow. What can I do for these companies? And for a long time, for years, the answer was nothing because the reality is it's a very different business from serving the larger clients, right? Serving a client that's paying you $100,000 a month and the kind of activities you're going to be able to do for them are quite different from serving a company that is only, you know, 15 people that's paying you $2,000 a month. And so I thought, okay, so what can I do? Is there anything? And for a long time, it was nothing because I wanted wanted to focus on what we were really good at, what we were doing well. And so I didn't, I didn't go there. And then over the last, I would say six months, I started to see an opportunity. 
And the opportunity is this, what is possible right now on social media organically, I have not seen in a very long time. And I'm going back all the way to like 2012, 13. There was a time in 2012, 13 where you could put a video out on YouTube that was pretty good and that video would go viral and all of a sudden you could become a YouTube influencer. And I saw this happen over and over and over again. And then that kind of went away and it sort of popped up with Instagram, but not really as much. And then it sort of popped up with Snapchat and it sort of popped up with Pinterest and Vine. And then TikTok came along. And in 2020, that is what happened with TikTok. All these people starting on TikTok and really doing a phenomenal job building their audiences. And what it made me realize was there's an opportunity here for brands who don't have a lot of money, who don't want to spend a ton on paid advertising, and maybe they're spending a bunch on acquisition. So a lot of these companies are spending on Google ads and Facebook ads, but they're not going to spend you know $25,000 on a branding campaign. They kind of have to see that performance. But there's an opportunity for a lot of these guys to leverage the organic possibility of social media in a way that I would say was kind of lacking for a good decade there. It just wasn't possible. And there weren't the strategies. And frankly, I didn't have the expertise. I had a lot of expertise, but my expertise on social media over the last two and a half years growing organically, not paid, but organically on social media has just skyrocketed. I've become a master at it because A, I've learned a lot from seeing brands up close and B, I've just done it. I've become a practitioner in a way that I wasn't before that. I was focused on other things, not on that. So that's a long way of saying, I thought there was an opportunity for me and my company to offer services for smaller brands to really use social media to grow and to make a ton of money. And that takes me to the new company, which is called DemandScope. Demandscope Demandscope.co. Demandscope.co is the domain. And essentially, our mission is to help smaller businesses use social media, LinkedIn, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, to build their audiences and grow. And there are a few kind of intricacies here. So we're talking about growing your business, but we're talking also about humanizing the process because what I found works really well on social media is not so much when a brand talks to its consumers, but when the person behind the brand, and that can be the founder or the CEO, it could be a spokesperson, it could be an influencer, it could be anybody, but having humans speak to other humans and represent the brand. There are some instances where brands talk on social media to the public and it's fine. You know, If you're Nike or you're Starbucks or you happen to have some amazing connection with your customers, then you can do it as a brand. But in most cases, big social media creators tend to be people. And other people relate to other people more than they relate to inanimate objects. I once had a mentor of mine years ago tell me, nobody wants to follow a French fry on Twitter. right? Like, Why, why aren't we following the McDonald's French fry on Twitter? Because it's not that interesting. McDonald's is a big brand and fine, maybe we will follow McDonald's, but I'm actually much more interested to follow an individual, a chef perhaps, than following a French fry on Twitter. It's just not as fun. So that's kind of the first insight. People like to follow other people. The second insight is there's a lot you can do across all the different platforms. So we're talking about LinkedIn and Twitter for B2B marketing, TikTok and Instagram for B2C and B2B marketing, 
Pinterest if you're doing something that involves that requires merchandise. And also beyond that, email, SMS, podcast, there's a whole bunch of other stuff you can do, but I'm focusing more on the social platforms because that's, I think, where the lowest hanging fruit is for the small and medium business owner. What kind of preparation did I do in laying the groundwork for Manscope? Well, the number one thing I did is I talked to people. I've talked to dozens and dozens, probably over 100 people at this point on social media, on LinkedIn and on Twitter, small businesses that have come to me looking for help. I've asked them a few key questions. What's your goal? What does success look like to you? Where do you want to be? And understanding if what we are selling, if what I can provide will actually get them further. So really it's just speaking to the customer and seeing what they're thinking, what they're feeling and what they're struggling with. What is it that you want to do that you can't do yourself today, that you can't do on your own? Because if you could do it yourself, you would have done it already. And so I went back and I talked to a few key members of my team. And I said, listen, if we were to offer something like this to smaller businesses, what would it look like? What would the service package look like? What would the service level look like? What could we do and what could we not do? How much would we have to charge for this so that it's both affordable to the customer and economical for us to actually do? Putting all these pieces together, we came up with DemandScope. And you can go to the website right now and check it out for yourself. But I'll tell you all about it right now. So the goal of DemandScope, pure and simple, is to help you get more customers. DemandScope turns your social media feeds into customer growth engines. And that's just the start. Because once you have a customer growth engine, there is so much more you can do with that. As you scroll down, there's a whole bunch of social media post examples, a simple one, two, three step process, which is step one, grow your social media audiences with thumb stopping content. Two, convert high quality followers into leads. And three, transform leads into paying customers. And beyond that, there's a whole bunch of other stuff that's on the website, but that really encompasses what we're trying to do. It's not rocket science, not brain surgery. We're trying to help businesses get more customers and use social media to do that. Quick break here while I tell you about something really exciting I've been working on called the Business Essentials Kit. Here's the deal. I get asked all the time, John, how do you run your business effectively? What's the best way to build a website? How do I get a branded email? How do I save on legal fees? How do I manage my social media? So what I've done is I put a kit together for you for free. You can download it at johndavids.com with all the tools and services that I use to run my business. Get it right now for free at johndavids.com. So let me tell you guys what I know so far and what I'm confident about and what I have no idea about. Because again, this is a startup. So I'm going to take you on the journey with me and tell you what I am confident in and what I'm not sure about. So a few things I'm confident about. I'm confident that the actual service we are providing works. And I know it works because I've used it myself. I've used it for my company, Influicity. I've used it for other companies that I own and that I'm invested in. And we've used it for large companies for years, years and years and years. So I'm confident that when clients sign up with us, we'll be able to provide them a service. What I'm unsure about, what we're going to see over time, is what level of service we are going to have to provide to get to those results. What kind of commitment in terms of time and money are clients going to have to make? So are we going to show results within one month, three months, six months? 
Are we going to say to clients, hey, you'll break even on month four? And then in that case, what is the financial commitment that clients need to make in order to to see a result here? So all those things are question marks. I would say I've got like a 70% understanding of what that's going to look like, but 30% is still a bit hazy. So still figuring that out. Another thing I'm wondering is, should we niche down even further? So one of the niches I've sort of come down on is... We're going to work with small businesses, consultants, C-suite executives, so people that work in the C-suite. I'll get back to that in one second. And solopreneurs. So essentially, if you're a one-person company, you know, you're know you a consultant that sells IT services, or you have a, a landscaping company and you've got 20 employees and you're doing landscaping across a certain city or a certain state, those kinds of businesses. Now, what I realized was C-suite executives may also be interested in this and folks that are working professionals. And the reason for that is a little different, but still on the same path. Those kinds of people benefit from growing their own personal brand. And so the strategies that we're using to drive business to a company or to a consultant could also benefit a C-suite executive. And, and mind you, in my research, I've spoken to people that are executives, CEOs, and CMOs at call it thousand person and up companies, so larger businesses. And I've heard from them that internally, there is pressure for those folks to be more active on social media, specifically LinkedIn and Twitter, and to have a presence and have an identity. And it really, really helps both in the politics of the company and also just in their own career path. So I think there's also a play there that even if you don't have a business, DemandScope can offer a service to you. But I'm kind of putting that aside for now. I think what makes more sense in terms of the ICP, the ideal customer profile, is a business that could benefit from our service. And so we're really trying to target that market. And that's why I'm trying to keep the messaging pretty concise, pretty clear. Sure, we'll take on clients if they don't fit the exact mold, but I want to be clear on who we're targeting. How can clients win? Well, they can get attention, they can build revenue, and they can build their brand. So that's those are three important metrics that we're looking at. And I think ultimately, any business that is trying to sell something benefits from having thought leadership and expertise. And so that's what we're trying to build at DemandScope. How am I bringing on new customers? Well, so far, it's been a lot of organic outreach. I've reached out to my network. I've told a few people. It's actually been there's been so much demand for it. I've just gone back to the list of people that have inquired with me and I've gone out to them and almost, I don't know, 90 or 95% of them have said, yes, sign me up. Where do I, I had one guy say to me, where can I send you my credit card? Just send me a link so I can put my credit card in right now. I'm taking on three clients a month. So we're not, we're not just you know letting everybody in the door. We're taking on three clients a month because we want to really beta this, make sure we can give everybody unique, specific attention, and then we can roll this out wider. I'm starting off with a pretty small team. I've got about six people working with me, content creators and developers, social media managers. I've pulled great talent from Influicity to work on DemandScope. It's a separate business, so I want to make sure that there's a separation, that we're not distracting anybody who's working at Influicity on DemandScope. But I've pulled together a team that is able to implement all the strategies and do all the work so that we can, again, offer people a lot from day one. Pivots. There've been a lot of pivots. So it's, again, it's only been, I said six months and then probably about two and a half months since we officially launched. And in that few months, I have changed the customer 
ideal customer profile a few times. I've changed the copy on the website a bunch of times. I've changed the headlines, the key messaging. I've changed the pricing. I've changed the packaging. So I have made probably at this point 50 different little pivots as I'm figuring out what people want and what we can best do and how we can best do it and all that good stuff. So there have been a ton of pivots and, and that's an important thing for you guys to understand. Like I went into this eyes wide open with a pretty good understanding of what we were offering and, and what I wanted to do. And even with that good understanding, I've made about 50 changes in the last few months. So when you're starting a business, be very, very open to the fact that whatever you think it's gonna be on day one, it's going to be different. It's absolutely gonna be different and you guys need to be okay with that. Don't get stuck on thinking, oh, well, I set out to do this and I'm gonna stick to my mission. Screw all that. Your mission, your North Star can be the same thing, but how you get there, there's a hundred different paths and you've gotta be open and flexible and ready to go. In terms of preparation, so I will tell you guys a few things that I've done. There's been a lot of sort of taking notes on a piece of paper. I've done a pro forma, so I've got my numbers, a model that I put together uh, in Excel to sort of say, what is this? How does this model out over the next year? Like I said, I'm at about 10,000 monthly recurring revenue at this point. I think this can be a million dollar or $1.1 million a year business in year one. So I'm seeing a lot of growth here. And I think I can get there, like I said, within, within 12 months. If not, I'm, I'm not going to... I hate doing these kinds of projections because I think it just sets artificial sort of milestones on my head that don't really matter. But I think we could get to a million dollar a year revenue number. And if not, at least a million dollar a year run rate, meaning my monthly recurring revenue at the end of the year will be $83,333 for all of you. $83,333, that's the magic number because... 83333 times 12 is a million bucks. A milski, that's what you want if you're an entrepreneur in the world of monthly recurring revenue. So I think I could get to the magic 83333 within 12 months. And that's what I'm that's what I'm gonna shoot for. That's what I think I can do. I'll let you guys know if I do it or not. If I don't do it, I'll be very open and say I failed on that one, but I'm gonna go for it. I, I think I think I can do it. In terms of expansion opportunities, where does this go? I could see this going in so many directions. So a few things to understand about me. I love agency businesses. I know how to run them. I know how to manage them. People say agencies are bad businesses. Those people are idiots. Agencies are phenomenal businesses. Agencies run by people who don't know how to run them are bad businesses. But the same could be said for plumbing companies and SaaS companies and travel agencies and airlines. Like If you don't know how to run a company, it's going to suck to have that company. But I know how to run agencies very, very well. And I've always done well with agency businesses. It's not the only businesses that I've, that I've had, but definitely top of my list. So with an agency business like this, there are so many more things we can do. We can provide additional marketing services to these same small business clients. So can we get into SEO, search engine optimization, web design, app development, any kind of marketing service? Absolutely, we can do that. Marketing and anything that faces the customer, customer facing, we can absolutely do that. Can we offer other services to these small business clients. So if you guys think about that, I'm sure I talked about it before, but you basically have four ways to grow. So you've got selling more of the same thing to more of the same people. 
more of the same thing to different people, different things to the same people, and different things to different people. So different things to different people being the hardest one, the same things to the same people being the easiest one. Let's look at those other two. So in terms of selling different things to the same people, that's where I'm talking about other marketing services. Different things to the same people, what else would somebody like this need? Well, maybe bookkeeping services, right? So if I'm dealing with small businesses, 20, 30 person companies, what are they doing for bookkeeping? What are they doing for travel and logistics? What are they doing for, I don't know, office cleaning? I'm sort of going off the, off the wall here, but you get the idea. So I think if I can capture this group of customers, this small and medium business group of customers, there's a whole lot more we can sell them that are within marketing. And there's a whole lot more that we can sell them that, are, that is adjacent, that are in other areas of business. So I'm not thinking too much about that right now. I think this business alone, demand scope, like I said, a million dollars in a year, I think is pretty, pretty simple. You know, Can this get to 10, 20, 30 million bucks over the next five years? Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm not saying that I'm, I'm going to necessarily scale it to that level, but that kind of number is just sort of, that's kind of the range that I look at. If a business can't get to 20 million ARR, it's not really interesting to me. So I think that's definitely a, um, a checkbox that I looked at before I ever went down the road of demand scope. If I didn't see it getting to that kind of level, it's just not worth my time. And, and you got to think about what is it that your goals are and they'll, and they'll, they'll change over time. I'm sure there are people listening to me that are saying, listen, if this can't be a $100 million business, why are we even starting it? And there are other people listening that are thinking, hey, if I could make you know, 150 grand doing something, I'll do that for the rest of my life. So everyone's got different goals and those change throughout your life. I'm just telling you where I am right now, but it might be a different place for you and that'll change over time too. So that pretty much covers everything I wanted to share with you guys today. Again, I'm really early in this process. I'm super excited. I'm stoked. I've started lots of companies, but I haven't done it in a while because I've been building and building and building the one that I have. So I want to know what you guys think. Let me know on Twitter. Let me know on LinkedIn. You can get me at johndavids.com. Let me know what you think of the business. Give me tips. Give me your advice. Tell me where you think I'm going right. Tell me where you think I'm going wrong. Tell me where you see opportunity. Give me your feedback. You can get me at johndavids.com. I'm on LinkedIn, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram. I want to talk to you guys and I'll talk to you next time.